what makes a Nobel laureate a Nobel laureate, a Nobel Prize winner, a Nobel Prize winner, you know? What, what makes them that? Uh, asking that question is like trying to describe myself. Because to me, someone that is a Nobel Prize winner, someone that has earned that title is someone who sees the grander picture. There's someone that sees that this thing can make life a lot easier for, for the world. To be a Nobel Prize winner, to me, d doesn't, doesn't mean you have the intention that you want to be rich, that you want to be famous, that you want to be a star. I was going to say I don't know how to describe it, but I can describe it. It's this feeling that, it's like this itch that I, I can't scratch in my heart and not my brain. My brain is like this, uh, the tool that my heart uses to reach out to find these answers. To me, a Nobel Prize laureate is somebody that is a visionary, somebody that is a storyteller. Emphasis on the storyteller because stories come from our mind, stories come from our imagination. And we need our imagination to create realities, to create anything in the material aspect, to have a form attribute, a form, F O R M, a form attribute. Meaning that, that you take something that was once an essence, once an idea, once a thought, once, once something in the intangible, something that played in the arbitrary, like, void or whatever the fuck we want to call it. Taking something that has no form and giving it a form requires this formula. Uh, sometimes I like to call it the 369 method, but... It's not like Tesla's 369 method. It's more like the numbers 3, 6, and 9 mean this, and then you can make the method however you want. Tesla, Nikola Tesla, did um, his own thing, basically taking the numbers 3, 6, and 9 and making this method, this system, this order of operations on how to create realities for his life, right? So I believe when everybody is starting to look at like the 369 method, they are trying to fit their reality into the cook into like this um Nikola Tesla's <laughs> intention I guess or whatever and I believe um sometimes that's why things don't work because we don't have this authentic um intention towards it I'm, uh, and I'm not saying that it doesn't work for other people but I'm also not here to constantly describe myself right y'all should know who I am by now so with that idea, I, I was like, okay, if Tesla did this, let me utilize my 369. See, I'd never read Tesla's 369. I never deep dive deep. I never deep, deep dived into his method of manifestation, co-creation with the universe. But I did just take his quote. If you can understand the magnificence behind the numbers three, six, and nine, you can understand everything in this world, right? You can have anything that you want in this life. So I was already on this journey of understanding why uh, angel numbers worked in the way that they do. Uh, so much so that I made a, an entire book about it, an, an, um, 
And it, wa- it, it was actually during the creation of the angel number book that everything made sense because I'm constantly co-creating. So I was tapped into divinity the whole time. I worked with just a lot of energies to produce that. But that's also what we do in art, in everyday life, waking up, going to work, creating our reality. Like it's all honestly just an external manifestation of something within us. So and it's funny because this isn't how I wanted to really start this podcast. I wanted to start it um, because I was posting this Instagram uh, post about Einstein, about... Um, about this guy who was giving a, um, I don't know why I can't talk right now. Um, I was watching this video of this 1930s Bernard Shaw, um, who won the a literature, who was a, a literature laureate for the Nobel Prize. Um, and he was basically paying a tribute to Einstein. And he was basically talking about how Napoleon and all these other fires, like they've, they've built empires, right? But Einstein built the universe. And... <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I really wanted to say, and motherfuckers that build universes can't be touched by society. That's so funny. Why did I want to say it like that? He didn't say that, but he, he said, the man that makes universes cannot, does not have the, the blood stain or something like that, the blood stain of, of human life or something on his hands or, or is free from blood stain of anybody. I don't even know, but basically untouchable. Okay. Sure, you can make an empire, you can make a business, but to make a universe, to make something, to create something so fantabulous that it cannot be denied by anybody else is, it is insane, but very, very possible. Everything is impossible until it's not because someone did it. Someone saw a, an idea. Someone saw the bigger picture. I'm seeing the bigger picture. I always have seen the bigger picture. I have the answer and I constantly use it. Now it's like I, not I feel, I know I'm working backwards. I was going to say ass backwards, but to me when you work ass backwards, like it's not even the way that it's supposed to be. I work backwards in a sense like where I've seen it happen. I have the proof. I am the proof. That's why I say myself is the miracle myself is I am the miracle that's why you know I started the GoFundMe because this is something different and I really believe there's people out here that's just you know to me God blesses others to bless you I just had to have faith in myself and set that up right so point is going back to what I'm thinking about is um gosh I lost my train of thought the worst oh quantum physics is the golden child of modern science okay but there's been so many disagreements, so many paradoxes, so many implications that all of that stuff is just fantasy. This was the um, the summary, one of the summaries from Einstein's Unfinished Revolution by Lee Smolian, The Search for What Lies Beyond the Quantum. It's a good book. It's an old book that I have, but I want to read about something. In chapter 10, and 10 is the completion of a cycle, completion of things, movement forward, wish fulfillment. Bryce DeWitt, Bryce DeWitt, DeWitt, D-E-W-I-T-T. He says, every quantum transition 
taking place on every star in every galaxy in every remote corner of the universe is splitting our local world on earth into copies of itself that's when we get this idea of like parallel dimensions of multiple dimensions but you see magical realism is what the what that chapter is called magical realism is spirituality to me metaphysics all of that stuff goes together to i'm 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 struggling right now because i keep seeing a gnat in my vicinity and a gnat is telling me to change my perspective right so i i'm being thrown off guard because what i did also was um call upon oh my god this gnat jesus christ was call upon uh, Einstein's consciousness to help me make it make sense. And I think right now I keep trying to control, not the narrative, but control like where the story's going. Um, and I, I, I wish y'all could see me right now, but that's not what this conduit is for. It's for my voice. It's a stream of consciousness. So I just saw 911 or 910, which is... Um, light worker a reminder of life is for service so i'm going to just restart a little bit but not really restart i'm just going to kind of like reground myself center and then just speak from the heart again rather than from the mind because in the beginning i believe that i even mentioned how i feel it in my heart and not my mind and then i started to dip into the mind so here we go um <laughs> So the, I'm going to just hum right now just to not be silent since this is a podcast, but it's um, essentially me creating uh, motion with my vocal cords, which still keeps me in a state of flow while my um, consciousness, Imani's consciousness is lowering herself, grounding herself so that um, other streams of consciousness can come in to deliver the message, uh, specifically Einstein, or I will also accept Stuart Edward Betty White Stuart Edward White and Betty White. Not Betty White, the Hollywood actress, the late great Hollywood actress, but Betty White. Um, Stuart, the author that I love, um, Stuart's wife, who was a psychic medium. Uh, I'm just thinking those three for right now. And what you're hearing me do right now is speak to my spirit team, uh, basically orchestrating certain um, consciousnesses into my body vessel so that I will be able to deliver a message um, because that's how life works. That's how creation works. Uh, even people who are doing mundane tasks in life and don't understand spirituality, they're still tapping into the same sense, right? And so everything that I just explained, I'm sure I could explain it a little better, but um, this is just how I operate. And so it seems like right now, they're really wanting me to talk out what exactly is happening and how I'm creating the stream of consciousness. Because this, in a sense, is the research, um, is parts of like these. So uh, for example, if I'm being asked to sit and work through what exactly is going on in my brain, mm, okay, I'm catching it. Oh, wow, this is crazy. So I feel like this multidimensional being just tapped into so many points in space and time. And sometimes it's really hard for me to speak it out because talking is a material aspect, is an ego thing, is tied to this material world, this plane of existence. So because my mind thinks 
or because my mind naturally is this multidimensional creature, I'm able to tap into all different times, right? All time is happening all the time. The past is happening just right now. We're, that's why we're able to change the past by changing our current thoughts. That's why, you know, we see Mandela effects and all of that bullshit. Bullshit. All of that shit. <laughs> um, but what I'm doing here now is explaining. I'm going to have to speak in third person just for this to make sense. Okay, so what Imani is trying to explain is that Imani, her ego, is recognizing so many focus points for this conversation, so many avenues that, you know, so many streams of consciousness that need an avenue, and it's like I'm registering them all, but I'm not being mindful enough to slow down so that um, I can then put them into this um, this avenue, put them into this, I'm struggling for words, put them into this channel, thank you, um, so that you guys can understand what I'm saying. Okay, so we're at 13 minutes right now. Uh, if you guys can deal with this, I'm just going to talk slow and try to get it out. Uh, it seems that this podcast episode is not what Imani exactly intended it. Um, it also seems as though Imani keeps tapping into a point in time where she knows this specific podcast is going to come into play. And she's getting really excited, which is losing her stream of consciousness. And what I'm trying to explain right now is... Um, and something that I can clearly tell you now is that I am Imani's higher self rather than Imani the ego. Um, Imani the ego was definitely in the beginning, but it was very caught up in the brain, in the mind, um, to where she was distracting herself, getting ahead of the game, which is what humans do often, especially when they get excited because emotions are, <laughs> emotions are emotional, but emotions are, um, God, emotions are emotional is exactly what I wanted to say. Emotions are emotional. They take us sometimes completely out of the present moment because a feeling can be so overwhelming. And so a feeling of excitement that she's doing her desire is what's actually distracting her and pulling her out of the present moment because she's getting excited at the essence of a near event. She she also just got excited, and I'm sm she's smiling. Her body is smiling because I said the word near, and she is registering the fact that higher self speaks through absolute truths. Imani understands that yes, it is very near, but if you stop um, every single time um, and get complacent because it's like um, be because you stop and get complacent. Because you're excited that you're doing good so much so that you completely stop and you don't want to just stay here you want to keep going right so right now it's kind of like the people that want to talk are in line uh, and and I don't I don't want to say people actually I believe I'm saying people because uh, other people will understand this but what I'm saying is the streams of consciousness that Imani wants to allow into her body vessel, excuse me, um, are waiting to dip their stream of consciousness into my body vessel, into my conductor. 
But right now, it's being utilized by my stream of consciousness, the higher self of Imani, which is me. And then also Imani, the e energy of Imani, the ego, is also in my body. So I want you to think of it as like um, you have this conductor. You have this. I want to give an example. Think of a water bottle and then think of um, green liquid halfway or like at the bottom and then think on top of that green liquid is this uh, white liquid um, and that's the higher self and so to give a visual through podcast I'm gonna have to make a video of this in content okay do you see so that's Imani I, I I know I I was gonna say I probably sound crazy but this is fully Imani and I'm seeing the time it's 502 which is um, my birthday Imani's birthday which uh, just talks more about destiny so once again, we just noticed um, me being ungrounded uh, or me ungrounding myself because I got excited about something. And so this is what I'm trying to explain through my Nobel Prize um, research thesis is this moment. How do I take what's happening here? And I'm doing I f I'm not doing a bad job of explaining this. It's just I didn't sit down and write like I normally do this really is just a stream of consciousness <laughs> ah, I'm losing my mind um okay so the whole idea is when I'm sitting down meditating or whatever when I'm addressing a thought an issue what I like to do is think of Imani's being sitting at a desk right uh like a reception desk and then there's a line of energies coming up to Imani to be seen. Sometimes those energies can be other people. Sometimes those, those energies can be emotions. Uh, or sometimes those people, or those energies can be other streams of consciousness that they're coming to talk to Imani, right? The body vessel. So right now, uh, what Imani's original desire was for this podcast was for you to be able to freely speak through the stream of consciousness of Einstein and Stuart and Betty, um, white but I'm not able to do that right now um like I originally wanted to because I've essentially depleted myself because I was battling myself to myself um I'm already at 18 minutes and I know that in the beginning I didn't even realize that I was just channel talking because I flowed I surrendered to the stream of consciousness when I start to get excited and I have ideas from my own mind that is when I can lose the stream of consciousness and entities like my guardian angels um my um I was gonna say my higher self it's not my sometimes my higher self but um for me my higher self is always around for everybody their higher self is always around but you know what? We're going to pause right there. Scratch that. Cut the check. Take that out of your mind. I never said anything. <laughs> um, the uh, point basically is Imani gets really excited about what she does that she up ungrounds herself, right? And we're trying to get her to stay in a meditation. Or she does do meditation, but we're trying to get her to... I'm taking a pause because Imani just realized we are saying we. But she's doing pretty good right now. Um, Imani is trying. And the reason she's doing really good right now is because she's starting to do movement. Um, she's putting herself into a flow. So it seems as though Imani is sending her consciousness into her hands. And she's moving her hands. So that then allows space for her higher self 
to continue to talk but right now her higher self is mixed in with collective energy she also just heard a car horn outside which is a sign that she knows as motivation to keep going it's also motivation that she's um tapped in and that she is correct like it's like a yes a confirmation essentially and so I'm going to keep doing this so it took me 20 minutes to figure out what gets me to a grounding state and this makes sense because it takes about 25 minutes for me to really dig deeper into a book and really start channeling and start picking up the messages so it seems as though Betty um White the I really want to stop saying Betty White because um we have a Betty White in this current reality and I don't want to confuse people so I'm going to call her Betty um Stewart and Betty uh and these are just people that are um I'm just gonna call her Betty actually I don't know why I did that okay so back into the hands um Betty is basically someone who is the main character in all of the books that Stuart Edward White creates and Betty is a psychic medium and right now Imani is reading the Betty book which is helping her um it, she doesn't have the word which is helping her learn more about being a channeler being a um psychic medium because when we think of the word medium think of just like what medium do you use to create your art oh I use myself my body as a medium right and so Betty um is the main character of the book the Betty book and the Betty book is something that I'm stopping again because Imani's coming through and I want to say something um I notice myself wow I completely forgot my stream of consciousness again wow um I think I'm going to stop this podcast episode because I I'm all over the place right now but that's the point sometimes I'm not coherent sometimes I am that crazy person but I always look to Einstein for inspiration because Einstein to me is crazy sometimes my hair even looks just like Einstein um it feels different too right now doing this podcast because uh I and I have to I'm, I can say it out loud actually I release um Einstein's energy I release Stuart Edward White and Betty's energy um may I only accept my higher self and my ego and my spirit team for the greater good okay so now that I just did that I've got energy that kind of subsides from my my head so like my crown chakra my my just my entire like head my skull is like um I could say throbbing but it's not like crazy bad throbbing it's more like this energetic throbbing like I know that I just kind of went to battlefield type thing and then I take deep breaths anytime I'm doing sessions I'm always I can cough if I want to like <coughs> um and the reason can you can you hear the motors I know you can hear the motorcycle because I'm seeing the wavelength on there this is why I try not to do it by a window but it doesn't matter um so anyway my head's a little foggy because um gosh I am so out of it right now but also that's how I am when I channel so that just means that it worked but we're good on this um I'm cutting this off this was we're gonna call this take one um 
or maybe not take one. What do I want to call this? Uh, um, I'm struggling. Gosh, I don't know what to call this right now. Okay, trial one or s trial and error, whatever. Um, this was basically just a test um, because I know for a reason, a fact that this specific episode is going to come into play later on in my journey. <laughs> um, trust the process, right? Sometimes the process won't. Uh, shoot, I might earn the Nobel Prize when I turn 31. Who knows? That's not going to happen, though, because I have persistence. Pers persistence? Perseverance. <laughs> okay, my head hurts. I'm clocked out. Um, Remember to be kind, and yeah. <laughs>